the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. $100 on the spot, 813-96-GLASS. Dave Kosh, AM 930, The Answer. Weekdays at 3, it's Phil's Game with Phil Grandy. We give you that financial education you need so you can do this. You don't need a broker. You don't need a plan. It's ridiculous. I mean, how would you like to give your money to this dope? You're fine. You don't pay attention to the value of your house every day. You don't pay attention to your portfolio every day. Can you imagine that? This is typical Wall Street. Instead, join the gang. I'll reach out to you. And if you make money, I just want you to reach back and give money to St. Jude. It's that simple. That's what we've been doing for 15 years here. Weekdays at 3 on AM 930. The Answer. Partly cloudy skies seen tonight, low 65. Partly sunny skies at the high 80. Wednesday, partly cloudy Wednesday evening, low 63. Thursday, intervals of sunshine and clouds high 81. Mostly sunny skies, Friday high 79. Sunshine with some patchy clouds Saturday, high 80. That's your AccuWeather forecast. I'm Matt Roberts for AM 930, The Answer, and FM 103.1. It's time to feel the power. With Hurricane Hotline. You think football is fun? Uh, yes. Hosted by Dave Bristow and Hurricanes head coach, John Booth. Talk to the coach now. 877-969-8600. Now, here's Dave Bristow and coach John Booth. A very pleasant good evening, everyone. We're live from Buffalo Wild Wings. Yet another edition of Hurricane Hotline. This definitely is our playoff edition as the Hurricanes get set to go on the road to take on Orlando Dr. Phillips Friday night. But before we start talking about the Dr. Phillips game, we'll address the big win last week, John Booth over Crosstown Rival Southeast. You came out and again, jumped on them early, kind of reminiscent of the Newsom game. Yeah. Then they made a little bit of a run, then we pulled away at the end. Yeah, I was, you know, that's one of the things we, we talked about uh, this week is uh, coming out fast uh, and, and then finishing the game. And uh, we did that. I thought uh, um, – there we go. Uh, I thought that we, uh, we we jumped out well. We executed well. Um, offensively, we didn't close out the half like uh, like I think we should have. We had the, the interception, um, and then we uh, we had the fumble to, to finish out the half. But what I was really proud of is how our defense responded on that. We, had, we gave them short fields. Um, on both of those series and then at least held them to, to three points to, to close out the half. But uh, bounce back, and, and um, I'll tell you, man, Southeast has some – they've got some players. they got some kids Quarterback with some speed. looks good. Yeah, I quarterback threw yeah. the ball well. Uh, I've got some playmakers out on the perimeter uh, with some good route runners. So I thought um, all in all, defensively we played well against the run, and um, it, was, it was a nice game for us to, to kind of go into that first round of the playoffs. Well, the offense played well, scored 42 points. You know, sputtered a little bit, but all in all, another good effort. Of course, what we've been kind of focused on this year is the defense, mm-hmm. you know, because one game the defense will play pretty good next time. We'll give up a lot of points. I thought the defense, all in all, played better. Yeah. Uh, and I thought that against a team that does a lot of things like Dr. Phillips does. Right, yeah, and, and that was a big thing for us. We've got to be able to stop the run. We knew Southeast could throw the ball. They've thrown the ball well throughout this season. Uh, but we wanted to make sure we really set 
you know, we set the line of scrimmage and, and, and stopped the run. Uh, you know, and really a lot of their touchdowns, uh, we were in position we were. To, to, to make a play. They outjumped us. You know, we've got we've to clean some of those things up and make the play when we, we attack the football. We've got to make the play on it. Um, but, uh, you know, guys were in position there and, and just didn't make the plays. But uh, all in all, that was a pretty good effort. Our assistant coach here tonight is uh, yet another booth. How you doing, James? Doing well. All right. Uh, well, you've got to be happy coming off uh, another game where your offense produced a lot of points. But I know that you feel like we left some out there also. Oh, absolutely. I don't think we did any favors to for the defense ending the half. I mean, we, we got out 28-0, which is what we wanted to do. We made some, some big plays. Our offense player of the week uh, had a couple big catches, and one got called back. And, you know, I was, I was happy with the effort on that. But like we said, we wanted to finish. We wanted to finish the half. We didn't really do that. Uh, the way I think we should. We only had seven offensive plays in the uh, in the third quarter, which partly was our fault too. We had a we had a fumble and and uh, we just we didn't make some stops to get the ball and and that's why it was a, a kind of a slow third quarter. But we ended up punching it in the fourth and uh, able to run away with it. Yeah, Jaden Robinson, our offensive player of the week. I don't know that we've ever had a freshman be offensive player of the week or defensive player of the week for mm-hmm. that matter. But he doesn't play like a freshman, does he? No, he, he came in uh, very knowledgeable, uh, football smart, uh, and then overall just athletic ability is, is he's able to compete. It's kind of off the charts, isn't it, for yeah, a freshman? Yeah, yeah, very much so. And uh, he, he just had a phenomenal game. And on defense, Carter Sysak is a sophomore. So I, I think that bodes well for our future, guys. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, Carter is one of those guys that, that came in um, – uh, kind of came in late and uh, right before we started camp and, and um, you know, played offensive line and, and a little bit of D-line um, at the other school he was at. And, and primarily now is just defensive line and has continued to get better each and every week. Um, and uh, we've been really happy with his progress. And he's a player who could go both ways uh, in yeah. the future. Yeah, uh, and, and, and that may be something that we look at here next year and, and potentially this offseason and the spring season and see he might kind of fill that, that Seth Walter role for us um, that we've had Seth doing this year for us. And speaking of Seth Walter, another great game on both sides of the ball. And I know we're trying to get him more involved defensively. Yep. And he was out there a lot. Yeah, and, and he's going to continue to do that, um, you know, in, in this postseason run. We've got to make sure that we, we have him out there. And, you know, it's it's just tough. It, you know, it's we, we're, we're a hurry-up offense, and um, that takes a lot out of you just just doing that. But then to go out and turn around and, and take every snap on defense, yeah. that's tough. <laughs> well, he's got to be in terrific shape. He I is. mean, you look at him, he doesn't look like he has any body fat. No, no, he does. He, about 2% body shape. fat yeah. or something? I mean, I mean, to be able to do that, I mean, uh, well, you guys both played. Not an easy thing to do. Not even, no, not at all. But but not only just to do it, but to do it effectively right. and be an impact player on both sides of the ball. And to do it so you want him out there on defense, even though he may be 85%, 90% because he's playing both ways, but he's still but his a lot 80, better than what you got. His 80% yeah. is, is a lot better than, yeah. than a lot of guys, 100%. Yeah. And... It's something that when you look at this game, I've looked at Dr. Phillips, I've looked at Southeast, and, man, they they do look similar on what they try to do. Now, mm-hmm. I understand Dr. Phillips has more athletes than Southeast well, does, I mean, but I, Southeast has plenty. I was going to say Southeast was, they have plenty. was pretty good athletically Phillips this year. Phillips probably has just 
the roster's bigger. Yeah. <laughs> they're a bigger yeah. school. They're, they're yeah. probably deeper in, yeah. in certain positions. But, I mean, you know, you look at Southeast D-line, I mean, kids already committed to USF. I thought number seven, uh, Daquan, I can't remember his last name, but he was uh, yeah, he's good. great yeah. player. Fast off the edge, they very disruptive. They have receivers that are really good. One tall receiver, yeah. number 11, that's really good. Yeah, yeah. so they, they, have, they have the players to – I think Coach West is doing a really good job over there trying to spark some energy into their program. And, and uh, I think it was definitely a good test for us, unlike, uh, you know, last year we kind of coasted through that, and I don't think we were really ready for Oak Ridge last year. I think this got us ready for DP. You know, James, when your offense jumps out so quickly, and we were talking about it last week, it just make things look so easy. Mm-hmm. And I know it's not that easy. So do you get a little frustrated when it's so easy and then all of a sudden there's a there's a breakdown or something? Because I know you're thinking, hey, we need to keep yeah. doing this. Yeah, I think, you know, that's what we strive to do. We say we want to score every time, and, and 35 points and a half is, is kind of what you're, you know, shooting to get. And, and uh, what we don't like to see, a punt's not a bad play. You know, we can punt the ball away and do that. What we don't like to see is the turnovers, late throws over the middle, bad ball security, uh, stuff that we try to focus on during the week. And, and I don't think we we really executed that part of the game plan. So that, that gets kind of frustrating because we know we're coaching for postseason. We're coaching these guys that we know what it's going to be like when we get there. Uh, and, and you can't get away with certain things. And, and bad ball security is, is going to kill us if we, if we can't clean it up. And I know A.J. knows that, but it seems like, Maybe once a game, he'll just kind of mm-hmm. fire one mm-hmm. where he shouldn't be firing it. Right. But he kind of reminds me a little bit of Favre back in Favre's days chance, when yeah. he would just, you know, you would say, well, no, no, and, you know, he'd get that one pick. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you how do you coach him like that, though? Because, you know, it's, it's very difficult. He's, he's a headsy kid. I mean, he knows what to do, where to go with the football, and, and he kind of just – messes up every once in a while and you just say put it past you let's move on let's you know let's fix what we saw what did you see how do we want to go about it but uh you know we just kind of move on and and try to put it past you the one thing i don't want him doing is dwelling on the negative because you know he four touchdowns again i mean he he had a great game we don't want to just say that one play defines your your whole game so let's move on let's 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 keep let's keep attacking the defense keep getting the ball in the playmaker's hands and and uh, we'll be fine well, I know that one thing you stress with him, uh, John, is the fact that don't force it in 20 yards downfield. Just throw the little check down because yeah. we got guys mm-hmm. that turn that five-yarder into a 50-yarder. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and that's what I think has made A.J. so successful these last few years uh, is his ability to see what, what they're going to give and, and not get greedy and uh, take what they give them, and, and uh, our guys have been able to turn you know, some, some – you know, short to intermediate routes into big-time games. I mean, Jaden's touchdown was 76 yards, but it was a 15-yard out route, you know, and so he was able to make a safety miss and, and, and kind of take it to the to the house. But, you know, we, we, we kind of got into a, a two-minute drill at the end of the half, went to the wrong side of the field, probably should have came down to the near near sideline uh, on the play that where the interception was. They outnumbered us to the field, and um, it, it wasn't a very good decision by A.J., uh, come down to the field side. We had we had uh, Pollock in the flats that was that was open and would have been a better option for us. But you know, like I said, it was it was one of those things that I think you know you, you've kind of grown accustomed to AJ making the correct decisions or making the correct throws. Um, that series alone, we had one ball thrown in the dirt that just came out of his hand wrong, 
Tariq dropped the ball on second down, and then the third down we threw the interception. It just wasn't a very good series, but we've kind of grown accustomed to A.J. making those correct reads or those good throws that when it doesn't work, it's, it kind of sticks out like a sore thumb. James, what do you expect from the Dr. Phillips defense? They're a good defense. They're very good, 3-4. Um, they, they're, they're very stout up front. They like to pinch their ends and, and fill outside. So, you know, our tackles have got to do a really, really good job. We're, gonna, we're really trying to focus on the nose tackle, uh, just making sure that we give uh, Dylan Spagnola enough uh, help because he can slant. He's a two-way guy. I mean, he's, he's pretty much head up, and, and it's tough for a center to, to react both ways. And so we're going to slide protecting him. Uh, but I think if we can control the line of scrimmage up front, that really got us into some long situations last year. So if we can control the line of scrimmage, uh, I think athletically our perimeter matches them. If not as better, it's going to be difficult for them to match up with. Uh, so we just control the line of scrimmage, get some passes out there, some quick intermediate, and I think uh, I think our backs will be fine. When you look at this team and you compare it to last year's team, I mean, overall, we just got a, f a few more playmakers out there, it seems mm -hmm. like, this year. Yeah, and I think, I think if we take advantage of that, uh, our guys have shown throughout this season that they can make tough catches and make those plays. And, and I think Southeast tried to do a good job of taking Tariq out of the game. Okay, well, Jannar Porter's going to make a touchdown, and, and Jaden Robinson's going to make a touchdown. And so we got guys uh, in the backfield. If you just focus on Josh, we got Keon and vice versa. So uh, you're right. We do got guys that can make plays, and I think uh, that's tough to key on. And if we can just – control the line of scrimmage, if not move it, then we'll be all right. Especially when you have Keon. It's tough to key on. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> all right, with that, I think we're going to take our first time out. When we come back, we will talk to our players of the game. That would be Carter Sysak on defense and the freshman Jaden Robinson on offense. We'll be back live with more Hurricane Hotline. We're at Buffalo Wild Wings, corner of Cortez and 41. We'll be back right after this. Are you looking to get a great price on a new Buick, GMC, or Subaru? Conley & Bradenton. Need a reliable used car you can afford? Conley & Bradenton. What about great financing, expert service, and a reputation that's second to none? Yep, you guessed it. Conley & Bradenton. Hi, I'm Alan Conley. And I'm Chris Conley. From the time our grandpa started our dealership over 50 years ago, we have been proud to be part of this community. So for your family's next vehicle, come see our family. Conley Buick GMC and Conley Subaru. 800 Cortez Road West in Bradenton. Conley Buick GMC, where we treat you like family. Go Canes! Brown and Sons Funeral Home and Crematory wishes you the best of luck this season. Your Manatee neighbor for over 40 years, the caring experts at Brown and Sons know how to guide you and your family through the difficult times. Featuring Trust 100 pre-planning, they'll handle all your local and long-distance needs. Celebrate the game of football, but when the game of life must end, depend on Brown and Sons with two locations to serve you. Online at brownandsonsfuneral.com. When it comes to excellence in football, nobody beats the Manatee Hurricanes. When it comes to excellence in body shops, nobody beats Costantino. Costantino Body Shop specializes in collision repair with cutting-edge equipment and technology. Costantino helps you with your insurance claims and gets you back on the road. Life moves fast, and Costantino keeps you moving. 9th Street West in Bradenton. Details online at CostantinoBodyShop.com. Bradenton's oldest and most trusted paint and body shop, Costantino Body Shop. 
First Manatee Bank is now a proud sponsor of Manatee Hurricane Football. Isn't it time for a better banking system? First Manatee Bank is a true hometown community bank, and that's hard to find these days. First Manatee Bank has a staff with a long history of service in our community. Whether it's personal or business, First Manatee will take care of all your banking needs. With locations in West Bradenton, East Bradenton, and Parrish, there's a First Manatee branch close to you or bank online at firstmanatee.com. As a five-time pick by Super Lawyers Magazine, as a top Florida attorney, and as a longtime supporter of Hurricane football, Edwin Eddie Mulock brings more than 40 years' experience to the courtroom. Personal injury, wrongful death, medical malpractice, and criminal law, Eddie uses his innate passion for helping people and his extensive knowledge of the law to champion justice. Office is located in downtown Bradenton at 701 Manatee Avenue West. Call 748-2104. That's 748-2104. Or log on to MulockLaw.com. Mr. Sparky, we're on time, you'll see. Mr. Sparky, all your repair is free. You don't have to put up with any malarkey. Call 888-8-SPARKY. Uncle Sam wants you to buy American at Dominic's Blinds and Decor. Our quality is superior to the imports. Just remember, at Dominic's Blinds, our shades are made in Alabama, not China. Call 922-2345. AM 930, stress saver, traffic report. Good evening, 75 northbound, slow ride before State Road 64 up to the Manatee River Bridge on the southbound side. Delays approaching University Parkway and slow again southbound in the Venice area between River Road and Sumter Boulevard. And in the Northport area, earlier crash southbound before Kings Highway had some lane blockage and southbound fairly heavy approach on that. This update brought to you by Britain's Carpet One Floor and Home in Venice in the Palmetto area. Tamiami Trail northbound delays between 10th Street East and 17th and in Bradenton, Tamiami trail northbound slow ride between 301 and 9th avenue east britain's carpet one floor and home in venice your locally owned carpet one retailer everything for your home one-on-one service 50 years in the area 1190 east venice avenue dave kosh am 930 the answer Allen will take it and leads it for the touchdown welcome back to hurricane hotline hosted by dave presto and hurricanes head coach john booth talk to the coach now 877-969-8600. Now, here's Dave Bristow and Coach John Booth. Welcome back, everyone, to Hurricane Hotline. We're live at Buffalo Wild Wings, and it is half-price wing night tonight as we discuss Manatee Hurricane football for the next, oh, 35 minutes or so. Of course, uh, it's a big night around the country. We're electing a new president and uh, also locally, Gene Gallo, who uh, former Booster Club president, not with us tonight because he's down at his victory celebration, or what we hope will be his victory celebration for city council. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you haven't voted, you've got just a little bit of time left. I think most everybody probably already has. But uh, if you haven't, get down to the polls because you can't complain if you don't vote. Well, you can, but you shouldn't. Doesn't matter. Yeah. So... Uh, that's the story on the election, but, man, what a great way to get away from all the election stuff and talk uh, Manatee Hurricane football. That's right. And what I thought, I want to get back a little bit to the defense. Um, what I thought in the, before we talked to Carter Sysak and Jaden Robinson, I thought negative plays, something that stood out the other night. Yeah. I, I'm kind of big on negative plays for, for defense, and uh, 
I thought, uh, you know, this season it's been, uh, we haven't had that many negative plays. And I thought against Southeast we did. We did. And I think some of those were self-imposed and bad snaps and, and uh, you know, things like that. But I thought we did a very nice job of controlling the line of scrimmage. Carter, of course, um, as player of the week, <clears throat> he definitely did that. Uh, Quay Mays, I thought, had a, a really good game as well um, out there. And, uh, you know, you kind of look at, at how they handled their job responsibilities uh, from the defensive line standpoint, and then you get a fourth and one deep into our territory, and Brandon Dossie makes a, a fantastic play on the option yes, in the open field and, and made it a really nice stop. So there was a lot of things that, you know, we had three interceptions, Cedric Waters, Sir and um, Amari Pitts, all three had interceptions as well. And so did a really nice job of, of uh, seeing the ball in the air and making plays on it as well. All right, we're going to go out to Gene Brown now. And he is with our – which one are you going to start with? Defense. All right. Yeah, the reason we're going to start with uh, Mr. Sysak first is because he's just a little bit older than our other young man that just turned 15. Neither so of them can drive, can I they? I know, they can't drive yet, Jeez. so they had to get here. But what that's heck? what we were talking about, kind of the youth movement on defense. We have a lot of young players on defense that are coming up and going through things. And uh, this year we've had uh, our ups and downs on defense. But finally we're starting, I think, to step up a little bit. And, you know, the young players are basically got a lot of experience now. So um, as we get going through this week, what do you look for? in uh, the defensive line doing this week to kind of put the pressure on Dr. Phillips? Uh, I just look out um, for our D-line. We're all coming out aggressive. We're just looking for revenge on uh, Dr. Phillips. We're just going to come out uh, come out with energy, focus, and passion. We're just going to come hitting hard. Are you uh, kind of excited to, to get over there, as you said? But, but, you know, and it's not a revenge game. It's just play our game and do what we can do. Yeah, I agree with that. But uh, still look for the revenge from last year because they beat us. Uh, beat them for the they beat us the year before, so we're seriously we're seeking that revenge. Well, you've done a great job this year in excitement, and probably the most exciting part was we went up to uh, Riverview, and your parents got to be the chain crew, I think. Was that exciting to have them out there doing that? Uh, yeah, I was sitting there, and you just hear encouragement from your father. You know, it just really, I mean, it kind of gets to you, but it's always fun. Yeah, that was exciting. We look over, and we're at the away game, and our parents are doing the chain crew. Hey, anytime you can be the chain crew on an away game, man, you better take it. Yeah, yeah that's, especially that's, when that's you're that close to your kid though. to get to watch them. Wow. So, all right, well, great job. Thank you. Carter Sysak, our defensive player of the game. Now we're going to move over to offense. And before Gene and Jaden start chit-chatting, this is uh, Jaden's first touchdown, uh, how it sounded on the radio. Takes a snap. He looks. He looks. Needs to get rid of it. Fires a deep out. It is caught by Robinson, I believe, to the 50, to the 40, to the 30. Goodbye. 10, 5, touchdown, Jaden Robinson. No flags. No flags, guys. No flags. All right. Thank you, Dave. Um, Jaden coming in here, obviously, being a freshman, knowing the rivalry with Southeast over all the years. Um, years ago, of course, it was a lot more competitive, and we've, we've kind of controlled it lately. But how did it feel out there getting and getting that touchdown against the Seminoles to kind of get things going for the Hurricanes? Uh, it just felt great. I just waited on my name to be called, and when my name was called, I just made a play. Do uh, being so young and excitement, thinking I got three more years of fun, uh, we want to kind of finish it off this year very strong. And coming into Dr. Phillips this week, obviously you were in eighth grade last year when we played him, and seventh grade when we beat him over there two years ago to 
to really upset them and knock them out and coming back this week, you know, they're gonna they're thinking, you know, maybe not happy to play us, but they think they can beat us. And going over there offensively, if we keep the explosion going, we can really uh, do something to, to shut them down. Uh, yes, sir. We just have to keep practicing hard every day until the day comes when we play DP. And you anything you want to say uh, about that great offensive line doing for you there? Uh, the offense is doing a great job. They just keep doing what they're doing, practicing hard every day. I watch them every day. I encourage them every single day to do good, block, and that's what they do. Well, keep up the good work and uh, – Keep the excitement going and uh, get over there and create a little bit more manatee magic. Obviously, on defense, you don't get as much excitement, but on offense, you can make that big play. So congratulations. Great job. Thank you, sir. All right. Our offensive and defensive players of the game, Carter Sysak and Jaden Robinson. Let me say this. Uh, this program is in very good hands uh, with a freshman and sophomore yeah. on each side of the ball like that. And Jaden Robinson... I can see it out on the field. He's turning into a little bit of a leader as a freshman. He is, which and is that incredible. Was, and that was something that we saw early, too. And, and, and you know, anytime you have a, a, a young kid, whether it be a ninth grader or a tenth grader, oftentimes you don't know what your role is and, and where can I where can I fit in, what can I what can I say, what can I say. Uh, I think he's kind of felt his way through and, and um, kind of understands where he's at. And uh, But he's... He's a vocal guy, and, and uh, not only that, but leads by example. He's, he's a hard worker, practices hard, and uh, does, he just does a nice job for us on the offensive side. Well, I, you know, I, I don't want to start throwing out comparisons, but it's very rare to see a freshman do what he's done, James. Have, have you ever seen a freshman do what he's done? Not, no one I've coached. Yeah. No. And, and I've been around this program, as everyone knows, for a couple of years. And uh, I'm hesitant to say I have not seen a freshman do what he's done. I mean, we've had a few freshmen contribute, but he could do, and he could do a lot more. It's just that you know when you have Tariq and right. you have Keon, and we don't need him to Booker, yeah. And yeah. But uh, and I think that's kind of the, that's kind of the nice thing where we're at offensively is we've got some some older guys, some more experienced guys um, that we can lean on more to where Jaden uh, can kind of. Kind of grow, develop, get accustomed to the speed of varsity, and you know this time last year he's playing youth league ball, and so now all of a sudden you're 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 playing DP in the first round of playoffs. That's a different ball game, and so he's been allowed to to kind of just you know learn the system, learn learn the speed of varsity football, and, and grow and mature. And I mean, there's a, a legitimate shot that he could be over 400 yards receiving as a as a ninth grader. What are his strengths? As a, obviously, it's a speed. Well, yeah, he's got think, great cutting. I think his speed. Too. I think his vision. I mean, he's he's always a step ahead of, of guys. He he sees him coming before they're there, and he, he he already anticipates a move, and so he can make guys miss, pull away from him. But he's strong. Um, you know, we he he cat five with Coach Lansky on a couple of our lifts um, this this um, this summer, and um, you know he's. 225 pound bench press as a ninth grader that's pretty impressive for being 145 pounds um but yeah i mean I, but but just his football awareness his iq he's very he reminds me a lot of uh price kb's right. price uh, not only just in his stature and his you know, running style and ability but just he knows the game uh and he and he kind of gets it kb is playing division one football and, right and doing quite well and 
Not a better kid than Cavius Price. Right. I mean, just a just a real, real nice young man. And he follows. And, and, and Jaden follows. Yeah, like he follows the same. the same. I mean, just you know, just a really nice, coachable kid. Um, and, and somebody that is, is a pleasure to have out there. You know, he's not somebody that comes in and has a big head and thinks, he, you know, he needs to get the ball 100 times a season. Um, he's going to do what is going to be the best for the team. Now, Carter Sysak mentioned revenge, and it's a motivation. I know Dr. Phillips used last year, yep. and now the tide has changed yep. where we're able to use that. Well, yeah, and I just told the guys that yesterday at practice. I mean, you know, this was a game that I had circled uh, on my calendar personally uh, since we ended the season last year there and uh, you know you hope that uh, we we put ourselves in a position to be in the playoffs and and, uh, and get a chance to see them again I didn't know if it was going to be first round or second round but uh, one way or the other I was anticipating us seeing them again and so this one was one that I'm excited for um, I know our kids that were here last year are excited for um, and uh, and hopefully be able to use that as some, as motivation for us what about the road trip? It's something that we should be used to by now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't anticipate it being anything that, um, you know, we, we can't handle. It's been, you know, we've been on the road before. We've we've taken long bus rides before. Um, you know, it, it'll be a little bit of a different schedule this year, uh, or this week in particular, just because um, it's Veterans Day. So the kids are out of school. Um, we'll have them come in and do a quick you know, pregame workout that normally they would do in their first period weights class or second period weights class. Uh, but we'll do that around noon and then grab a quick snack and shower and head up to Orlando, uh, which will be a you know, two-hour bus trip. So, Well, in a way, it's almost better that we're going a little bit away mm -hmm. because we'll know what they're doing during the day rather yeah. than have a home game. Right. When Bring them in later. Yeah, in. yeah. yeah exactly. exactly. Now, they better – behave themselves Thursday night. That's all I got to say. Better. And, uh, and, that's the, yeah. and that's the risk that you run, you know, and, and the fear as a, as a coaching staff is, you know, you, you don't have your eyes on them, and so you get a day off, and, um, you know, you hope that they are, you know, kind of stay on their normal schedule and get to bed early and get the rest that they need. But, stay away uh, from the boat ramp and stay in the street. <laughs> I'm right over there, so believe me, uh, we have deputies going over there. there quite often too. So uh, especially uh, – the night before a holiday, yes. right? Yeah, right. Thursday night. I think every coach across America is probably thinking the same thing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Our kids better yeah. be smart. Yeah. I mean, kids will be kids, but, you know, there's time not to be a kid, and that's right. when you're playing your first playoff game, right? That's right. And uh, Dr. Phillips comes in, and you know we don't particularly want to play Dr. Phillips' first game, but it is what it is, and the fact of the matter is I'm sure that they cringed when they saw Manatee show oh my gosh we're playing them in the first round yeah it's one of those unique matchups where i don't know if there's another playoff game that um as is uh, you know big heavy hitters like this one uh we saw that last year uh, in the second round you saw plant and lakeland and and us and dr phillips there was there's several um big games uh, it'll be interesting to see how this kind of plays out with the new playoff format that uh i think you know these first round games aren't going to be cupcake matchups um, like we've seen in, in years past. Um, but like I said, it, it, to me, it really, you know, one way or the other, we're going to see them, uh, whether it's the first round or the second round. And so, um, we're, like I said, we're looking forward to it. Good segue, though. The paper had a pretty nice story on what it would be like if, in fact, the rule was put in this year mm -hmm. that's going to be put in next year for the playoffs. Wouldn't make any difference for us. 
We, we'd be fifth seed. Right. We'd be the highest seeded team that's not a district champ. Mm-hmm. And the big thing is we'd be the only team from this county playing football this week. That's right. And, and we, we saw that last year uh, when we kind of tallied the points of what they were um, anticipating the point system to, to be. Um, I think we were the, uh, the second seed um, point total uh, last year. This year we would have been third uh, had we beat Riverview. Um, it, we could have pushed for maybe second, but um, our points were, were higher than Riverview's and our points were higher than Dr. Phillips uh, this year as well. And so, But because we weren't the district champ, we, we took the fifth seed. But, um, yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see how um, scheduling definitely affects the, the next year's postseason run. And as we talked about last week, the northern half of 8A, very, very strong. Mm-hmm. All the undefeated teams come from the north, not the south. Right. So obviously you can't even look at that. But just in our little region, uh, our sub-region and our region, James, very strong teams. Very, very strong. And, and uh, I mean, we knew we were going to have to play Dr. Phillips sometime. And, and first round, second round, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, but we still got Osceola in there, Apopka's in there, and eight eight's tough. Vero. Vero, yeah. I mean, and they're one of the highest scoring offenses uh, in eight eight. And uh, I think they're second and we're third or something like that. And, and Corey uh, DePinkos, they're going to win it. Win it all, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's eight eight is tough. Uh, is tough. And, uh, you know, we're looking forward to the challenge. All right, we're going to take our final break. When we come back, we will take a look at all the playoff matchups this coming week as we've got some good ones around the state of Florida. We'll be back live at Buffalo Wild Wings for more Hurricane Hotline right after this. Former Hurricane Chuck Howard knows what it takes to be on a championship team. Howard Leasing is proud to sponsor the Hurricanes and ready to champion solutions for your employee leasing needs. Big business, small business. Howard Leasing covers it all from payroll processing and workers' comp to human resources and employee benefits. Get on the winning team with Chuck Howard and all the pros at Howard Leasing. Details available online at howardleasing.com. Again, that's howardleasing.com. Coastal Orthopedics and Sports Medicine proudly supports Manatee High School and Hurricanes football. Dr. Dan Lamar, a former Hurricane, is the team's medical director. Dr. Lamar and the staff of experts at Coastal Orthopedics are recognized leaders in sports medicine and wellness technology. And with offices in West Bradenton, East Bradenton, and Lakewood Ranch, they're always close by. Details online at CoastalOrthopedics.com. CoastalOrthopedics.com. Coastal Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, keeping you in the game. Hurricane fans, if you're in the market for a newer pre-owned vehicle, Ferkins Automotive Group is your low-priced leader. Ferkins has a great selection of new cars featuring Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Mitsubishi, and Nissan. And don't forget, Ferkins has the very best deals on pre-owned vehicles. Family-owned and operated for over 60 years. Visit Ferkins on 1st Street and on Cortez Road in Bradenton. Or go online at Ferkins.com. When you take time out to dine out, Canes fans know to head for the island and huddle up at three of the best waterfront restaurants around. The Sandbar Restaurant, Anna Maria. The Beach House in Bradenton Beach. And the Mar Vista Dockside Restaurant on North Longbow Key. Great views, the freshest seafood, and real toes-in-the-sand waterfront dining. The Sandbar, Beach House, and Mar Vista. A touchdown the whole team will cheer for. 
MNL Cabinets is a proud supporter of the Manatee Hurricanes. Bring your home to life with cabinetry solutions for any room. MNL features top quality products, including medallion cabinetry. MNL understands your desire to create a room that is both functional and stylish while maintaining a budget. MNL Cabinets is family owned and operated in Manatee County since 1995. Visit our showroom at 7459 Manatee Avenue West and online at mlcabinets.com. Well, as any business knows, you don't want to be a little fish. It's, it's dangerous. You can't do it all. I was a little fish. And then Tryon Solutions in Troy solved my HR, payroll, taxes, workers' compensation, employee benefits, and kept me government compliant. All the things that were taking my time and holding me back from being a big fish. Tryon didn't sell me a package. They partnered with my business so I could focus on what I do best. Don't be a little fish. Tryon works for me. Tryonworks.com. Licensed in all states. Product availability varies. Agents may be compensated on enrollment. This is Michael Medved. I'm here with Mike Stahl from Health Markets, helping folks find the right Medicare coverage. The news reports say that the rates might be going down. The government projects the cost of Medicare plans will decrease this year. So you have to ask, are you getting the best rate? Health Markets offers a free service to help folks maximize their Medicare benefits and save money. The enrollment period for Medicare has already started. What is it people need to keep in mind? Enrollment in the right plan is not automatic. With so many Medicare options, it can be confusing. My advice, don't go it alone. Get unbiased help to find a plan that may cost less and cover more with lower co-payments, more choices like dental and vision, and the freedom to choose your doctors. With the enrollment deadline only weeks away, it's important to act now. Our Health Markets Medicare service is free. Thanks, Mike. This is Michael Medved for Health Markets. For your free Medicare assistance, call 800-351-2054. That's 800-351-2054. 800-351-2054. AM 930, Stress Saver, Traffic Report. Good evening, 75 northbound slow from State Road 64 up to the Manatee River Bridge on the southbound side. Delays in the Northport area. Earlier crash southbound before Kings Highway had lane blockage and southbound jammed up approaching that. This Welcome back to Hurricane Hotline, hosted by Dave Presto and Hurricanes head coach, John Booth. Talk to the coach now, 877-969-8600. Now, here's Dave Bristow and Coach John Booth. All right, welcome back, everyone. Hurricane Hotline on this election day around the country. Boy, the polls close in Manatee County in 15 minutes. If you're out there driving home from work, man, you better put the pedal to the metal. Not too fast, though. Um, and get to the polls because you don't have much time left if you want to make a difference. And we're going to be heading out to uh, Mr. Gallo's little party here shortly. And uh, we wish all the candidates uh, luck as they, again, uh, 15 minutes left before the polls close. Now, as far as the Hurricanes go, we will be on the road to take on Orlando Dr. Phillips. And I got a trivia question for you. You know, I was looking at uh, the Sarasota Herald Tribune today. Had a really nice article on a guy that we uh, we know all too well, Speedy LaRoche. Um, he was pretty speedy against us. He played pretty well. That's the Venice running back, for those of you who don't know. And he just broke the Sarasota County record for yards in a season set by Sarasota's Mike Ford. Mike Ford was an outstanding running back back in the mid-2000s he committed to Alabama never made it on campus there 
Ended up playing for USF, though. He was just a load. Now, Speedy LaRoche, a much different type runner, but Speedy has now 2,075 yards on the season. You extrapolate that out, and that is just a ton of yards, and he still has playoff games to go. Right. So it got us thinking, who are our 2,000-yard rushers? Who is our leading rusher of all time? So I had to go back to uh, the guy that was here a long time, Joe Cadan. We all remember Joe Cadan. You know, the field's named after the guy. You guys played for Joe. He's now up at USF doing some good things. And Joe, I thought I knew who it was. And Joe, of course, knew right away. And uh, that's the question. Who's the all-time leading rusher for the Manatee Hurricanes? You have to go back in time, too. I mean, this isn't yesterday or the day before. It's back. Um, but believe it or not, I was doing the games. Yeah, I know that's hard to believe. But uh, when this guy set the record back in, we'll give you the decade, all right, back in the 1990s, okay? And that, that kind of gives you a hint on who this is. He went on to uh, have a very nice collegiate career. Can't tell you where. That would kind of give it away. But uh, if you could name uh, the all-time leading rusher for the Hurricanes, you could call the show, 955 0930 or just raise your hand and Gene Brown will get to you and we'll get you some wings. We'll get you some free wings. And also, the runner up. Now we'll go ahead and tell you that. We think it's Johnny Lang. Yeah. Johnny Lang had uh, over 2,100 yards and uh, just a couple hundred yards shy of the leading rusher. But uh, Johnny, what a season he had a couple of years ago. And you guys' first year here, it was. Give it to Johnny right, give it to Johnny left, give it to Johnny up the middle, right? He's probably going to score two out of three of those. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes out, and what's he, what's he do? He goes out to Utah, and he's player of the year out in Utah. State championship out there. Yeah. So uh, And now he's uh, trying to decide where he's going to play college next year. Mm-hmm. So that will be very interesting. So if anybody knows, raise your hand, and you can give it a shot. The all-time leading rusher for our Manatee Hurricanes. All right, tell us your name. Uh, Paul Sysak. Okay, who do you think it is? I think it's Tommy Frazier. Wow. That's an excellent guess, but not quite same, right. Same, uh, same era. Football teams. Yeah, same college. They went to the same college. College yes. and uh, played together. So it's with, uh, it's, it's a tough one. It was right after Tommy. Right, yeah. Uh, All right, good, I'll tell good, you the, that's a good guess. I'll tell you the quarterback of the team is, uh, wow, the head coach at USF right now. He was yeah. the quarterback, but not the running back. But he used to make some amazing pitches. Willie Taggart to, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. I was there. Yeah, and I, and I think he's still, he might be still around town. He is, yeah. yeah. And uh, he was just a, an amazing running back in his day. And if, if you know, if you want to give it a shot, Raise your hand or give us a call. We'll fix you up with some wings. 955-0930. 955-0930. You know, that's the fun thing, guys, when you talk uh, the history of Manatee football. And uh, over the years, we've just had some great teams, some mm-hmm. great matchups in the playoffs, and yep. now we're right back there again. There's nothing like playoff football. Oh, different atmosphere. Yeah, it's uh, and it, it, it's a do-or-die. And, and, and now that I mentioned that, it's also a do-or-die for Hurricane Hotline. Because uh, we win, we'll keep doing the show. That's right. 
Yeah, uh, so hopefully we're going to be here for another month. But <laughs> right. heaven forbid, if we don't, then uh, you won't see us it's in here. Because we're not going to have a lot to talk about. <laughs> right. So, yeah, that's just the way it is come playoff time. It's yep. do or die on the field. It's do or die for Hurricane Hotline. Well, and that's what we were talking about earlier. You know, you, you, you try to coach all season long on c- certain fundamentals and ball security and making correct reads and all the the uh, the little things that uh, – you know that's going to help you you win football games it's not to necessarily just beat your week two opponent it's to win the first round to the to the fifth round and and let's face it we've not played our best football yet no and 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 i'm just hoping that we do i mean it may just be one of those years we don't let's hope not well and that's what you hope is you kind of keep working and keep progressing until you know you get into that postseason and then you start clicking um offensively and defensively and and start making some plays all right we've got an answer to the trivia question maybe we've got a caller on the line how you doing hello yes go ahead who do you think the leading rusher in the history of manatee high school is yeah you um, you gave it away uh, thanks uh seven wiggins yes seven wiggins you're apps did i give it too many hints for that yeah i probably did Hey, congratulations. Hey, give your name and your number to Ace at the studio, and we're going to get you some free wings at Buffalo Wild Wings. How's that? All right. That sounds great. (laughs) All right. Hey, thanks for calling. Go Canes. All right. Yeah, Shevin Wiggins just had an amazing year. And um, he was uh, Mr. Football in the state of Florida. And Willie Taggart. And Shevin Wiggins used to run that option, guys, to absolute perfection. What a team right there. Yeah, it was a thing of beauty. Yeah. It, was, it, it was to the fact that you would be 10, 20, 30 yards past the line of scrimmage, and Willie would make the toss to Shevin. Mm-hmm. And then Shevin would finish it up. I mean, yeah. I we he finished with 2,400 yards. Yeah, 24, just under 2,400 yards. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty. And then Shevin went out to Nebraska, had a fine career out there. Was involved in that immaculate reception out there. The kick, the kick yeah. Back. yeah. <laughs> and I think that was against Missouri, I yep. want to say. Yep. And uh, Nebraska won the game. And Shevin, yeah, had a great career at uh, Manatee High School. And, you know, we've had so many great running backs over the years. Yeah. It goes back all the way to the mid 80s when we had uh, Crawford and we had Steve Gaskin former deputy at the sheriff's office. I used to play basketball with a guy. Oh, man, was he quick. You know, years after, yeah, yeah. you know, on the basketball floor. And then we moved into the 90s, and we had great running backs. And, you know, we just always had outstanding running backs. And we continue to do so. Yes, we do. Now, I want to talk a little bit in our closing minutes on how you're going to implement Booker and Fordham into the offense. I was watching a little practice the other day and saw some of the things without giving up our, our game plan and Dr. Phillips. Pretty nice that we've got a power guy now and a speed guy. Yeah, I, I think Josh does a great job of uh, pass protection. <clears throat> I think that uh, that's going to weigh heavily on, on uh, certain situations. But, uh, you know, the thing with Keon is, is explosion, speed, and uh, sometimes we need that big play. we got a couple uh, – uh, design plays for him uh, that we want to try to stretch the field with and and uh, hopefully we can kind of catch him peeking and, and uh, we can go and uh, but Josh you know did a great job closing the game out against uh, Southeast and that's what he can do he's a tough back he runs hard uh, and you still want to tackle in fourth quarter so we're hoping that we can kind of wear them down and then hit them with a the little speed 
And the third runner, A.J. Cole Giovanni, has really started to turn his game on running the football. Yeah, keeping everybody honest. Yeah, he's doing a great job. I think he's feeling a little more confident with his foot, uh, and he's really trusting his eyes and, and, uh, and going. All right, let's, uh, let's take a look at playoffs. We've got three area teams. We've got the Hurricanes, of course, on the road against Dr. Phillips. We have Southeast taking on a very good team, Fort Myers-Dunbar. That will not be an easy game for Southeast. They're going to have to play their very best football game to go down there and win. Then you've got Brayton River, who I think got a break when Naples Gulf Coast inexplicably upset South Fort Myers. South Fort Myers had just come off a huge upset over Naples. They're Mm -hmm. undefeated, and they fall to Naples Gulf Coast. So what happens? Now Venice has to play, who I believe overall is the better team, Mm -hmm. South Fort Myers, while... Braden River travels to Naples Gulf Coast. What's it all mean? Well, I think we're headed to a Braden River-Venice game in the second right, round. Right. And uh, those are the three teams, and that's it. Now, Riverview, of course, we'll keep our eye on that game yeah. because uh, they play Olympia, and uh, Pinkos has got uh, them favored by uh, double digits, which, yeah. uh, you know, Todd Johnson's team has had an outstanding year. Yeah. You look at the teams that beat us, and you guys are well aware of this. The audience may not be. That's why I'm throwing it out there. One loss. Right. That's it. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Hewitt, Hewitt's 11-0 right now. They're in the second round, I think, of the playoffs. They put up some big numbers They put up 60-some points in yeah, the playoffs. In the first round of the playoffs, mm-hmm. yeah. So we shouldn't feel that bad. Well, <laughs> don't feel great about it. But, uh, but yeah, no, they're certainly playing well. And, and Venice, we, we know, has been playing well as well. And, uh Sarasota Riverview, Todd's got them playing, playing great football too. So it would be uh, it would be nice to see them uh, in the second round, certainly. Oh, man, you're talking about revenge. Yep. Yeah, that would be right there. But, you know, that, that's the bad thing. You go back to the Trustville game, and there's no way we shouldn't have yep. been in that game. Yep. I mean, uh, you know, we played great football offensively, and lo and behold, they get a pick six. I mean, right. what are the chances of that? Yep. And then that, that kind of just, that gave them the advantage they needed. Right. Because, you know, we weren't coming up with any stops on defense. Right. And so that's a 14-point swing. Exactly. And so, that, that was just enough to, to kind of get them. Get but them. that's the best high school offense that I've seen in the last couple of years. Yeah. You know, and, and I don't think it was a fluke that night. Because you look at the numbers they're putting up. They're doing it to everybody. They've done it every all, every game. And, yep. and and people, you know, at the time we were saying, well, it's a Gus Malzahn offense. Well, <laughs> Auburn's not doing much. Yeah. Well, what's Auburn doing now? Yeah. Right. When Sean White yeah. has turned into a good college quarterback. Yeah. yeah. And well, and let me throw out there, we figured that would happen too because we saw him at Hawkins Stadium yeah. a couple of years ago. Yep. So you look at the teams that have beat us, and they're very very good teams. What what kind of game do you expect, guys, when we take the field Friday night? Because a couple of years ago, we jumped on them, we got the lead, then we kind of hung on. They decided to run, run, run in the second half. They carried that game plan over, John, last year where they ran. Are they going to come out and try to run the ball down our throats? Well, I don't know. You know, they, you, know you, you watch them throughout the season. Um, they've thrown the ball a lot. And they've got they a, like a, to throw. They like mm-hmm. to throw the ball. They've got a, 
quarterback that uh, is pretty dangerous, uh, you know, can break outside the pocket and, and can hurt you with his legs as well. And so, you know, it seems like they try to put the game into his hands and, and, and let him be the one that makes the plays. I think where you're seeing some of the in some of the games, particularly ones that are, are close, if they're not working with the pass, they quickly jump in with that Wildcat package and put Amari Hogan back there. Can and, we and get rid of Amari Hogan? <laughs> he's like Please. he's been there for six years. But. I mean, I told Danny if he's there next year, we got some problems. Yeah, right. <laughs> but you know, I, they, I don't think they'll uh, be quick to, to just kind of jump into that. I think they're going to try to. Uh, you know, let their let their quarterback trying to continue to do what they've done all season long, and and uh, you know, hopefully we, we play well enough in the in the back end and and uh, cover well and try to get some pressure on him and keep him contained in the pocket, um, and uh, and see how they how they try to combat that. They may end up going to that Wildcat set. I think he's very similar to the Southeast quarterback. Yeah, I really do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think if you put the Southeast quarterback on that team, he has the success yep. that. This kid has. Right. I mean, I, I, I like the Southeast quarterback. I think he's pretty good. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, the stage is set, guys. All we got to do now is uh, go out and play the game. Uh, good luck Friday night. And I know that um, everybody down here will be pulling for us because we'll have a huge audience on the radio, and I'm sure we'll travel well. Yep. Let's go up there and get a win. That's it. Let's do it. All right. I want to thank everybody involved in tonight's show. James Booth, our offensive coordinator, of course, head coach, John Booth. We will be on the air 7 o'clock with a 7.30 kickoff live from Orlando Dr. Phillips. After the win, we will be back for Hurricane Hotline next week. Again, thanks so much, Gene Brown, our players of the game, Jaden Robinson, Carter Sysak. This is Dave Bristow. Until Friday night, so long, everyone. Mike Rowe here for Mr. Sparky. You know, the first time I heard this jingle, I thought to myself, well, isn't that a catchy little tune? Then, after three or four hundred times, I began to wonder if I'd ever get it out of my head. I don't mind. The message is kind of important. If you need an electrician you can trust, there's only one place to call. But don't take my word for it. You don't have to put up with any malarkey. Call 888-8-SPARKY. You were singing along, I know it. Each independent franchise is licensed in its respective state or county. Mike Rowe here with Dave, an electrician with Mr. Sparky. Today, Dave is conducting an electrical safety inspection. Dave, how many of these have you done? Thousands. And have you ever found a home without any electrical problems? Not yet. Let me translate. If you live in a home and rely on electricity, call Mr. Sparky before something goes... That's not what electricity sounds like, Mike. No, but this is what a jingle sounds like. You don't have to put up with any malarkey. Call 888-8-SPARKY. Dave, is that you singing? Each independent franchise is licensed in its respective state or county. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.